And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer and comedian who wants you to know that even if he's not dating you, he'll still happily eat your grunt. It's Jordan Morris. And she's an actress and musician and one half of Garfunkel and Oates. Specifically, I believe she's Land Oates. It's Ricky Lindholm. Tone Zone, the bad boy podcasting, is here to show you how to give swirlies to huge nerds Ira Glass and Michael Barbaro. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little pierogies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, Patreon by Amber Lewis. And I thought to myself, surely I've called them pierogies in all the years I've been doing this. But then I checked the uh, Excel spreadsheet that Carb Czar Jess Flowers sends me weekly. <laughs> now she took over the post and we invented it and she assumed it in 2019. So it's quite possible I feel like it was before that, though. Maybe the one I looked at only went back to 2019. I'm pretty sure she's been doing it for longer than that. Anyway, I saw no sign of pierogies. I can't be sure we didn't do a pierogies before. But anyway, I am on Patreon. Patreon. Weekly bonus episodes. Zoom parties. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can submit carbohydrates. I will call you them. You can submit questions for the guests. It's so much fun. And if you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So again, that's patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I am overjoyed to introduce my guest. This is a very special show. But first, now, Daniel, I know that I came down on you kind of hard for Mm. talking too much at the top when Mm -hmm. I'm trying to introduce people last time. Mm. However, you have permission to speak. What's Land Oats? It's just a stupid joke. I divided... The words Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, literally, literally oh. Like Kate's Garfunky and I'm Lando. Yes. Yeah. I liked it. Got it. Yes. Thank you. I have some questions about I just my wanted intro. to be silly. <laughs> okay. It's reminding. I remember eating grunts. We talked about uh, what uh, Martha Stewart's recipes for grunts, and you were yeah, like, oh, those sound so grunt. delicious. I want to oh. eat grunts. Oh, okay. <laughs> what is a grunt? It's like a fruit pastry thing, right? It also harkens back to the carbohydrate at the top of the show. Someone recommended a (laughs) summer berry grunt. Oh. And Martha Stewart makes this particular item. And it, well, this I think led into our cobbler discussion. Right. We're we're very divided on cobbler. But, um, I, I believe it's, it's similar to a cobbler. And that's all I remember listen, from that. Even though we had like an listen. entire show and a half dedicated, my show is not just about carbs, but it comes up a lot. We had like an entire show dedicated to it, and I'm mm-hmm. already forgetting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I would like to say hello to my guest, Jordan Morris. Welcome back. Hi. It's great to be here. Great to be here in person. I know. Fun. Is, I know. I got to see your else. face a lot during the last 15 months, yeah. but I didn't get to see that hot bod. Oh, oh, stop. <laughs> this old thing? <laughs> I just threw this on. <laughs> Looks like someone got a haircut. Uh, not a recent haircut. I've had my one, like, post-vax, you know, haircut, mm-hmm. and I have not had one since. 
Um, but I'm recently showered, so maybe it's a little more condensed than you're used to seeing. Yeah, Perhaps. So, yeah. yeah. Perhaps your hair is more condensed. Yeah. It's more concise. <laughs> more concise. Yes. <laughs> it's more the efficacy of your hair. It's efficient hair. That re- really is because I'm used to seeing more surface area of this hair. Right, right. Yeah, this is kind of a kind of a brutalist German hair yes. that I have. Yes. It's all about efficiency. It's minimal. Minimal. Um tasteful. Timeless. Time, exactly. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Less is is more. Yeah. Um, Other people are overcompensating with their hair that just hangs out all over the place. Your hair is like, it's like, your hair is like the Joe Rogan of hair. Maybe I'm not. It's tight. It's tight. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's compact, but there's so much going on inside it. Right. Yes. I thought you meant because uh, my hair is uh, uh, willing to entertain conspiracy theorist ideas. (laughs) Mm hmm. I mean, in the name your, of your hair being is, inquisitive, I right. think your hair is open to a lot of stuff. Your hair is a huge fan of Ben Shapiro, <laughs> right? My hair will smoke a little DMT with Elon Musk, uh, yeah. given the chance. What's um, DMT? I know that as a poll, but I don't think I actually know what it is. I don't know. It's no isn't it a? It's a drug that you can. Uh, that isn't that it releases in your brain when you die or something like that. Oh, I didn't know. Is that. Am I thinking of the? I think it's just, it's a hallucin, it's like a very intense hallucinogen. Yeah, it says it's a hallucinogenic tryptamine drug. But I think they theorize that your brain releases it. And so, so So you get it from dead people's brains? I know. Wow. Yeah, you try to, you you bring them to the point of death and then you squeeze. That's what we do to kids in the Democratic Party. Yes. Um, I like to do it with babies. (laughs) Right. In the basement of pizza places, we all get together and, uh, so that, that, that when people say, this is the theory that when people have that, like, I died and I had this whole vision that it's actually a DMT trip. Oh. You said it's tryptamine? Yeah, I don't Is know. that like tryptophan? I know that's Because that would make sense because it makes you like sort of sleepy or something. Right. Oh, I, don't I don't know. know. That would I be great if after you had a big Thanksgiving meal, you started to like hallucinate and trip yeah. out. <laughs> right. Watch <laughs> the Thanksgiving Day Parade and all the balloons are talking to you. Uh, I could not be more excited to welcome back to the show Ricky Lindholm. Hello. Hi. Hello. Nice to see you. So it's been years since yes. you've been on the show, but you and Kate were the musical guest at my... My very, or actually, the musical guest and the guest guest, in addition to my friend Dustin Goot, at my very first live Alice and Roses, your new best friend. Oh, that's right. Was that at UCB? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that. That's that was like twenty twelve, I think. Was it? I yeah. I thirteen. I feel like I every three years my brain just wipes, and I like I, I. But I remember that. That was really fun. That's right. Before we started the show, we were talking about how our memories are not that good anymore, and then I I'm. Almost, it was almost cruel the way I did that. I'm like, remember this thing? There's no way you remember. But then I did. I I had someone apologize to me a couple years ago uh, for something that they said about me, and I couldn't remember what the thing was. (laughs) He called me and he's like, you know, I just, I was in a really bad place. And I was like, he said something about me. I don't remember what it was. And I didn't remember that it happened. (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Thanks for letting me, you know, we're, we're good. So the apology was weirdly more hurtful. Yeah. He was, because it could be anything. It it was totally forgotten. And I, and then I called Kate and I was like, do you remember what this person said? She was like, no. I'm like, me neither. But, but we made up. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) Do you, water under the bridge. Yeah. It's magnanimous of you. Do you suspect that it was something you knew about at the time or it was just something that he felt really bad about and was kind of like making a thing of it? No, I had a vague inkling of it, but I was like, I don't think about you at all. So I didn't 
you know what I mean? If you're like yeah. someone you never think about right. says something like mildly offensive, you're like, okay, what's for lunch? Like you don't think about it Are ever you kidding? again. kidding? Allison would dine out on that for weeks. <laughs> really? I would probably. The less she knows you, the more, the longer the time is that she'll Not be always. Really? Not oh, do you always. obsess on mean comments and yeah, stuff? Sometimes. Oh, I'm crazy. I've gotten, I've gotten better. I've gotten a lot better. But what was the one? Oh my God. I mean, this came up on the show. Uh, someone left a comment that said, and it's like a, a someone who loves my loves me, loves my show, but feels Not like anymore. I would <laughs> loved me, loved my show, <laughs> but feels like I would benefit from a more sleek and modern uh, YouTube appearance because she worries that like the cheesy, cringy aspects could be pushing away potential future audience. And I'm like, what does that mean? And I just went <laughs> nuts trying to figure out what you it meant. You took that seriously. Yeah, but that is so, first of all, that's so mild. Like, that's no, not. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, if someone had said something hurtful, I think that one would have rolled off more than this, which right. is like, this person actually likes my show. They're just giving what, you constructive criticism yes. that makes right. no sense to you. Well, and because it's like sort of new that I'm putting the Monday shows on YouTube and I right. myself am trying to figure out what I'm doing. I don't know. I remember uh, going back to this 20, no. The the one on one show that you were on, Ricky, before the live show, uh, you were talking about d- didn't like someone on YouTube call you and Kate sandwich makers or something? There was some whole thing about sandwiches. I don't remember that, but I remember when I stopped reading the comments, yes. which was around two thousand eight or nine. By which... the way, now that we're here, I'm sorry. I just got to do this. I'm what? I'm sorry. I called you a sandwich maker. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You know, I, I totally weird, forgive you. I remember I was in that a weird place. Yeah, that's. Uh, you know what? We're good. Doing a lot of DMT. <laughs> did you have a near death experience? Uh, what? To, to to do the DMT. I did. Yes, I was almost in a car accident, <laughs> and to calm myself, I started watching YouTube videos. Right, and then makes perfect sense. Yeah, you and Kate had like hosted someone's show. And the reaction oh, was really... I remember that. We hosted someone's show and we got like the most mean comments that we've ever gotten. We got like 100,000 thumbs down or something. <laughs> but like after that, we're like, oh, okay. I remember the comment that I do remember is that someone like had detailed ways that they wanted to murder us oh, and like wow. bury them oh, in their yard. No. And they had a whole plan. What? And I was like, Ooh, I should stop reading these. And then yeah. I, then that was I on did. YouTube. Yeah. Oh my God. Then I did. That was the end. I was like, Oh, I think I'm good with comments. Yeah. That's oh, admirable. God. Yeah. I need it, to do that. But if they detail the way they're going to murder, isn't that is against the law. Like, is it? That can get you. Yeah. I, I, but their names are always like Leaf Blower 54. Well, like, I don't know who that is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, that's, track that's, that's definitely my across the street neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> we know. got him. We found him. <laughs> Finally. I, I do know that like if someone is threatening you and you go to the police, they won't do anything unless it's a specific threat. Because I've had that, and I called them, and I'm like, this person is threatening me. And they're like, did they tell you what they're going to do? And they're like, no. Uh, He didn't specifically say, I'm going to do this. And then he's like, okay, well, man, I mean, you know. So you're allowed to do a vague threat, but not a you can't lay out a plan. I mean, maybe he was just lazy and didn't want to handle the situation. (laughs) Yeah, he might have been making that up. You never know. You never know. (laughs) Right, but. See, and I would overthink whether he was making it up or not. Mm. Would you just let it go, Ricky? I would remember being weirded out by it. And then I was like, oh, I just should not look at these anymore. Yeah. 
because yeah, I've I've done that multiple times. I've been like, I'm not going to look anymore, and then eventually I come back, and then I am always sort of going back and forth. Jordan, I feel like I stepped on something you were going to say. Oh no, uh, I actually had a less sinister comment um, lobbed at me recently, but that has stuck in my craw nonetheless. I thought maybe I could unpack it here. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so uh, wait, hang on one quick yes, second. Please, I would I like can, to say I'll chamber it. I would like to say, by the way, we had a whole discussion about the, spe- the specific phrase stuck in your craw last time, uh-huh. too, um, regarding comments. Uh, I would like to say hello and welcome to the show, producer and bad boy, Tony Thaxton. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Thank you. Um, real quick, before we get into that story, I just I need to get something off my chest. All right. It's not it's not. And I, you ever have those things where, you know, you're like. This isn't exciting at all, but I need to share this with someone. Have you heard my show? (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard the show? (laughs) That's the whole show. You built a life on that. I've been talking about millipedes nonstop for eight months. But I feel feel like this is this is this is like a different type of thing. But it was one of those things where it's like, why was this exciting to me? But it was. Let me tell you, I was driving my car, and I remember I was like, oh yeah, I need an oil change soon. And I looked at my odometer. I see the mileage. And I was like, what does my sticker say? It was the exact mileage when I looked Whoa. at it. Oh, my God. Play it. Give yourself a celebratory something or other. Um, okay. How could you feel it that you need an oil change? I just re- I knew he's it was sensitive. He's sensitive to oil he's changes. Just, <laughs> he's, got that, like, he's connected to his yeah. car in the way... Yeah. That the characters from Avatar connected to those dragons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. They just kind of feel each other. Yes. That's amazing. Do you feel closer <laughs> to your car now after that? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it feels good. And it's getting. It's. I'm like two months from finally paying it off too. Like. Oh, wow. Oh my things, God. things with me and my car. Never Tony, been <laughs> you're experiencing Farfignugan. Mm. Ooh. I, I don't remember what that is. Does anyone I, here know what that I is? I remember that as well, like Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah and it, it was, it's supposed to mean like pure driving pleasure. Mm, I think oh. it's the umami of car work. Yes! <laughs> yeah. And then it's made up. <laughs> no one else agrees with me that umami yeah. is made up. No, umami is real. I don't. No. Do you, okay. Do you want to know something crazy? Yes. This is. I learned this because I wrote songs for that for this kids' TV show oh, that about mochi food. and waffles. Waffles right? and mochi. Oh, umami yeah. is one of the taste buds. People doesn't don't know it's salty, sweet, sour, bitter, bitter, so and umami. umami. Like it actually, it's you can see it under a microscope. Yep, it's one of so the did, five. So before they they kind of realized umami, did they just not cat? Like, did, was there an area of the taste bud map that they? Gave to salt or something? I didn't look into it that far, but I did write a whole song about it. Yeah. Well, that's like <laughs> being called an expert. Umami. Yeah. Phil, because I had this conversation with Phil Rosenthal, not to drop a name, uh, go listen to that episode, but he, because I was like, I just, I just don't think it's real. I don't, I feel like it's made up. It's, how is it different he's than an salty? Denier. No, he's a new mommy truther. And he was like, imagine something that's savory, but not salty. That's what umami is. Mm-hmm. Imagine like the juiciest um, wagyu steak. Like what is? That? Oh yeah, okay. Is, like sure. the, that's right. Like, right. That, what is that? Yeah, it's it's that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. I believe that umami is real and the Earth is flat. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Stanley tracks. Kubrick faked the moon landing. Wait, These are my what? beliefs. Um, okay, Jordan, tell us yes. what you are going to tell us. R e my craw. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I. Uh, uh, I so I went on I went on a very fun podcast not too long ago. You'll be shocked to know that I appeared on a podcast. Um, it's impossible to book you. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm a hard get. <laughs> There's so few. Too, you have to, to uh, ask once. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, I went on this podcast called Geek's Guide to the Galaxy. It's a Wired oh, magazine cool. thing. I had a very fun chat with them. Um, but the only like reaction to it I got was, uh, you know, in my email. So I have a I have a fun website, jordanmorris.net. Head over there if you want to see a photo of me. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Betsy Sonaro drops are so good. <laughs> and so there's like a comment page and the comment, you know, if you do the, or sorry, not a comment page, a connect page. Mm-hmm. And if you send a little email to it, it goes right to my email. You fill out the little comment box, goes to my email. So I see an email with the subject line, um, vocal crutch. Oh, vocal boy. Crutch. And you can kind of tell it's been sent from that, from that form mm-hmm. on the contact page. And it was just like, I heard you on the Wired podcast and just wanted to say that I feel like you use uh and you know oh. entirely too much. Uh, do yourself a favor and and consider your words and take pride in what you're saying and you'll come across a lot better. Oh, God. And uh, I have been mad about that for a week and a half. As you should be. You, Alex, right. I get vocal fry. Well, comments. but also there are, I think there are people who just, they get very... Um, obsessed mm-hmm. about certain grammatical things and then they have to let you know about it. And and every week, there was a woman that every week was yes. on you about I saying, her. Yeah, what were I you w- saying? I would say no, yeah, when I was on the Adam Carolla show. Because he would say, or did I say yeah, no? Oh, let me see. It would be I like... I do yeah, no a lot. I, no, big, yeah, people yeah, do that. No yeah, no, I would say yeah, no, because he was saying something like, it doesn't exist, or whatever. You know, the earth being sure. around. It's, it's, it's fake. And then I would say, yeah, no, or no, yeah, or whatever. It was like agreeing and then agreeing saying... Agreeing with a negative. Yes, yeah, and that bothered I hear her. Yes, budding. I, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? But I almost, I almost wonder if there's like some sort of spectrumy sort of thing where because it because there's like a i've noticed with those people that they're just that's all they think about it's like they're very obsessed with like you need to know that you say uh too much or um, they're just very hyper focused on that thing and it just seems like "Eh, it's not like because you could pick apart anyone like that yeah, if you, if you listen to anyone, you could send them an email like that. I mm-hmm. think your inability to just hear it and let it wash over you. You know which right. one I can't that I can't let wash over me is the people who change a D's to or T's to D's like Budden oh. or Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you say like yeah. Manhattan, I'm yeah. like, you know, you're yes. doing that. You're just doing that. You and I feel like you know, right? I just I feel like people like pretend they can't hear it and they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, with those ones, and maybe they're not. When I was a kid, I did that. I had a duck named Cotton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you called him Cotton. Cotton. Wow. Wait, what and region? Midden. What region does that the most? To the D's. The I don't know. D's. Is it Children. New York? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it was a regional thing. I thought it was just a weirdo just thing. An <laughs> thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Who does that? I don't know. I've you definitely know heard it. Yeah. yeah. But then, how do you feel about people that overpronounce their T's? Because there's also and people. Hatton. Yeah, that's like, also bad. Or like yeah. button. button, or they just skip over a button. Button. I guess I don't that's know what, what that I do. Is. I kind of skip no, over it. You know, I guess I, I do. I go button. I kind of skip yeah. over it. I just that's don't. Do normal it. to me. I say yeah. button. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sew on my button. I've heard that, <laughs> mother. <laughs> I saw a thing about how people in California don't say um, tease like in the word Sacramento. They go no, like e n n o. Doesn't everybody do that? I don't know because I'm from Southwest. Uh, A word that Daniel and I nearly came to blows over, amphitheater. How do... Okay, so I say 
amphitheater, mm-hmm. and he says amphitheater. Oh, I say it your way. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I would never say amphitheater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Amphitheater. amphitheater. Yeah. Nope. Uh-uh. I mean, I could be wrong, but I... Is I there think, not a PH in there? There is. And I think we looked it up, and, and the, the woman both. who does phonics on the computer was like, amphitheater. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I'm correct. You're the one, hang on. Amphitheater. See? You're right. Wow. She sounds fun. Yeah. It, you know why I say it that way? You know why I say it? There's a high school. I'll send you her info. Yeah, right yeah. There. Do you know her? She seems really cool. Uh, so there's a high school chill. in Tucson that's Amphitheater High School, but everyone just calls it Amphi. So oh. the, the okay. F is really drilled in. I, think I would why. call it Ampi. Yeah. You know one that's been driving me crazy for six months mm. since we watched Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? And I've learned, I, at first oh. I thought it was like a New Jersey accent, but I've come to learn that it's a regional a part of Utah accent, which is uh, she would, instead of saying tequila, she'll pronounce it tequila. Tequila? tequila. Wait, what? She sells tequila. And wow. she goes, tequila. We're going to sell a tequila. <laughs> that seems like an head, affect to me. It's about, that seems like she <laughs> thinks it's funny to do it well, like that. What's now gotten in my head, it's like one of the, sometimes you just get things just roaming in your head, uh, is Tilla Tequila. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you watch Real Housewives of New York? No, but I probably well, should. Luann's been on there since season one, and there's another yeah. character, Sonia, and she's called her Sonia for a decade. <laughs> Sonia? She's like Sonia. Yeah, she doesn't call her Sonia. Does Sonia mind? I, I don't think so. But it's <laughs> I just think, really weird. Yeah. I think there is a like re- reality TV like pronunciation style. I feel like every time mm. I watch any reality TV... I hear five different pronunciations of the word vulnerable. Mm, so right. there's a lot of vulnerable <laughs> and vulnerable. Like, and it is all people on reality, a certain kind of reality TV. All they talk about is being vulnerable, who's not being vulnerable, why you should be more vulnerable, who they want to be more vulnerable. And just over the course of that, I mean, especially like your bachelors, like it's yeah. all yeah. about yeah, he's being definitely... vulnerable. Oh. He's not being vulnerable. And I you know what it is. Yeah. And it, I want to write somebody a fucking email from their website. It's the modern day mid-Atlantic accent. Sure. It's You know what I mean? It's like a made up sort of thing to sound a particular way. It's mm-hmm. not real. It's like they did in the, yeah, in the movies. Yeah. And Teacher mid- says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings, right? Yeah. 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 If I work at a bank. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> That's right. A bank. Because we all work at banks. Did you guys? Did you guys get sucked into the Nexium? Did you get sucked into the Nexium cult programming? <laughs> and I don't mean were you in the cult? I did watch that one. I watched the HBO one and I listened to the podcast. Okay, but yes. I, there's also one on Stars with I Catherine don't have Stars. I heard that's better. It was yeah, really it's good. Pretty. I mean, it's a little slow, but they it's, were it's, all. It's I got super into. Uh, What's her butt? Just got sentenced. I know. To oh, right. a few years. She in got prison. off late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, considering so. On my Patreon level, where people text me, Patreon. Uh, one of my texters is having a philosophical debate with her husband because with her own husband, not yes, the husband of not not Keith, not Keith Raniere. Not Keith Raniere. <laughs> <laughs> She's not having a debate while playing volleyball at three a.m. Right. And she asked us to discuss it, so I'm glad this is coming up. Um, she feels like. Three years for Allison Mack is super light, and he feels like, but why do you not regard Allison Mack as a victim as well? And I remember thinking that, like, why do I not have compassion, have much compassion for Allison Mack? Why do I see her as, like, 
you know, a, a manipulator because she was being manipulated too. But I just don't have a lot of I, sympathy for her because there's no defense. Like uh, as far as I know, being um, brainwashed or whatever you want to call it, like whatever it is that happens to you when you get indoctrinated into a cult, isn't a defense for crime. You yeah, can't. She got a light sentence because she turned. Oh, she did. Yeah, she she turned on Keith Raniere. That's oh. why she got the sentence. Yeah, like she probably would have gotten much more, but she's yeah. the reason he got so many years. Oh, uh, so. well, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I always wondered that about those HBO people. I was like, you guys did this too, right? You mean the, like, Bonnie yeah. and Mark? Um, I was like, you guys Mark. did this, right? You branded people. Yeah. You did this. Yeah. So where was the line where you were like, now I'm making a documentary. I'm a victim. Right. What is that line? Right. When, yeah. that It is fuzzy. I follow Sarah Edmondson who has now has a podcast with um well she she's one of the people right. with her husband Nippy right <laughs> and when i look at the photos and like like they seem to have a very normal life and i'm like but she has uh, a brand the, she was branded like yeah. the, what's going on the blonde woman who is in star wars is going to be in the obi-wan series oh, yeah. amazing yeah uh, yeah so. but it like where is that line right. like how much crime could you have done before you're I don't know. Before you decide to go on the other side and make a documentary about it. Yeah. Well, what were her crimes? I mean, so there was the Who? branding. Alice, Alice and Matt. Matt. I think tra- I think sex trafficking, right? Oh, yeah. It was like getting people to have sex with Right. Teeth. So yeah. it was, I'm, and I'm not asking like, oh, tell me the thing that was actually a crime. No, I mean like I forgot. What were the charges? <laughs> forget, so she was like. I don't actually know. There was like slave. She was like making yeah. people slaves. She was in. She ran DOS, which was that. That thing where they were all like slaves and grand slaves and things like that. And mm-hmm. they would have, you know, they would send a text and they would have to like all write back okay. And they had to, you know, limit their calories. And, and you then think you'd had be to have more savvy than to use that word. Just call it anything else. I know. Call it like a tulip. You're my tulip. You know, like you <laughs> right. didn't have to use that word. Now you're yeah. going to jail. I yeah. think they got off on, <laughs> on what it was. Semantics. Though. They wanted to call it the thing it was because that was part of the thrill. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Um. Yeah, a couple. Years. So she turned on Keith. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Whoever talks first gets the best deal. Isn't that how it goes? Seems like that's it. what Law and Order tells us. Yeah. <laughs> I have learned a lot from Law and Order. So have I. Have they done a ripped from the headlines Law and Order about like a fake Nexium that they, they call like cult Cultatron or something? Oh, I'm on sure SVU. they've done a dozen they of those. Have, yeah. And are you super into Law and Order? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I... You've been on it, haven't you? Oh, yeah, I was on SVU. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Please tell us about this. I, I was guilty. Spoiler alert. I did it. What was <laughs> that? I killed episode? someone. How did that feel? I um, killed my husband. He was in the tub, and I threw a, a hairdryer in. Ooh. And I let my son take the blame for it at first. Yeah. But then I came clean. Why did you do it? Um, because he was a bad guy. He was, a, uh. he was an abusive abuser. So I killed him. Did you wow. like that kind of acting yeah it was fun. was it fun it was really fun it's yeah it was it was cool but it was like in june of 2020 so it was <laughs> i did it in the middle of covid wow so it oh, was wow. pretty it was pretty crazy it was just like just very you know truly like six feet and people yeah. like had masks on in scenes half the time oh, wow. it was a whole different time because oh, on those types of shows they are roping covid into the storyline right? yes They're the like, jury was behind masks. plexiglass Ooh, wow. yeah verite yeah was elliot on uh, no, Maloney? he wasn't there yet. Okay. I, That's what I, I was going to say. I got super into Law & Order SVU when I lived in New York. Um, and I it like became a 
a wonderful addiction. I was like, I'm tired of trying to date people and leave my apartment. It was like a pre-pandemic, <laughs> a, a mini pre-pandemic rehearsal. I'm just going to stay home and watch this show. I watch it all the time. Um, and by the way, that's not even that unique because I remember then finding an article that someone had written for Slate or or Salon or something about uh, how comforting the show is. Yeah. But then I kind of stopped watching. But then I heard that Christopher Maloney is coming back and I love him and loved him with Olivia. So but it's I, like a spinoff, right? Oh, is it? It's like SVU oh, cybercrime yeah. or something. Yeah, there's yes. one called organized crime that I was okay. kind of kind of curious about watching. And I think that's the return of state. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not a huge law and order head, but that. I think, yeah. Although cybercrime sounds better, it does. I right? do. I do always love seeing how Honor like cybercrime. Yeah, yeah. How like sweaty Law and Order's internet stuff is when it's yeah. like, you know, <laughs> teens are sexting on faceplace.com <laughs> and it's like some <laughs> like dumb, uh, some dumb made up social network. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, if <laughs> if I were chasing down a teen who was sexting on Faceplace, but like in real life, right, and I had to run after them. But I wanted to look fashionable at the same time. And I wanted to be able to take my shoes out of the box immediately, put them on and not get blisters. Jordan and everyone else, do you have any idea what kind of shoes I would want to be wearing, even though I don't know that they're sanctioned by the force? No, I'd love to hear. Probably Rothy's. Rothy's. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Well, that's because you know what's up. In, That's right. In footwear, Tony. In twenty, it's twenty twenty one. Nobody has time for uncomfortable shoes. That's where Rothy's comes in. Uh, what makes them so good? Their unique, seamless design is insanely comfortable the moment you put them on. It's crazy. You really can wear them right out of the box. They are so comfortable. They're so stylish. They're fully machine washable. They're made. Uh, with sustainably made materials like plastic water bottles. And you'd think, well, that sounds crunchy. Not crunchy at all. Just like so- buttery soft, maybe a little more firm than buttery soft makes it sound. But I'm telling you, these are shoes unlike any other, unless the other ones that you're comparing them to are other Rothy's. Start summer off on the right foot with comfortable bestsellers like flats, loafers, and sneakers from Rothy's with sandals and an array of colors to shoes made for exploring or chasing down people like we were saying. Their newest styles have you covered. Plus, their spacious washable bags are perfect for summer getaways. And also, fellas, Rothy's newly launched men's shoes are intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail and created with nearly zero waste. To help you welcome summer in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Through August 1st, 2021, you can get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more at rothys.com slash Allison. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Allison. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Allison. Trust us, you don't want to miss this. Head to rothys.com slash Allison to find your new favorites today. And then also, while you're just running down the street chasing after someone, or let's say working out or just hanging out, you're going to want to be listening to something, be it music, an audiobook, maybe um, the Hamilton soundtrack, or cast album, or In the Heights, which I know... I know Hamilton, at least, was Ricky's favorite. I don't know if it's still your favorite. It still is. It's still your favorite. Whether it's for work or play, a lot of us are going to be on the move again this summer. So my advice to you, take your Raycons with you. 
A pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ear can make all the difference. You get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great and feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors and with customizable gel tips included for a comfortable in-ear fit. They come with a bunch of different tips and you just figure out the one that fits best. They're super comfortable. They don't fall out of your ears. And Raycons are built to go wherever you go with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case. Listen up. Raycons offering 15% off all their products for my listeners. And here's what you've got to do to get it. Go to buyraycon.com slash best friend. There you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. And it's such a good deal. You'll want to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash best friend. Buyraycon.com slash best friend. Okay. How was everyone's July 4th? And I'm just going to throw this out there, Daniel. I hope you don't mind me getting really vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. 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 With our listeners. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Daniel and I were invited to zero parties. Now, when I was a child, back when I said midden and cotton, Hmm. (laughs) I would have thought, and party, I would have thought by the time I'm married with children, it doesn't matter whether I get invited to a party or not because like I've got my people. Turns out that's not true. So the question is, the people that Daniel and I know, did they not have parties or are we undesirable at a party? Or have we not shown up to so many things that people are like, why invite them? They're not going to come. I don't know. But I know that everyone else here did stuff that was fun. And I just hope you had the best time. <laughs> I'm going to say all of my friends pretty much who would have party, they're all like, they all have kids. You know? Yeah, I like know. With that. That's you fun. can have kids and a party, though. See, it's possible. Yeah, dress, tr- the, dress the kids up like little waiters. Yeah. Have them come <laughs> yeah. around with uh, trays of drinks. I'm it's telling fun. You, Daniel, everyone it's loves possible it. everyone we know actually did have. I'm, you know what? Let you me can rephrase. look on Instagram and find out. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Say, did. Yeah. That's when <laughs> my parents invited us down to Orange County. We did not take <laughs> them up on the offer. So we did so have an invitation. That seemed like that would have been pretty fucking off the chain. So yeah, in order to get invited to parties, you need to be social with people. Lay the well, groundwork. I like. And we have not been social for a long time. This that is a way to make us feel better. But well, Daniel, it's, true. it's quite possible we have not laid the groundwork. What if we are unlikable? There's that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet you guys do great. As I get great at a party, I bet you guys do amazing. Know, you have I'm like, interesting. I would hope so. You have interesting lines of work. You're both funny and charming for a living, yeah. and I bet you enhance any get together. That's I thank agree. you so much. That is what I needed to hear. Yeah, but I mean. The number of invitations yesterday would indicate you're just saying that. But here's the thing. Okay. So it's still pandemic-y. So people are inviting like sure. five people. Right. So if yeah. the people who are not in your top five yeah. are having, if they're not having parties, right. then you got to like Your top five out. on Face Place? Yes, your okay. top five on Face Place. <laughs> if they're not having parties, like it's just like the party I went to yesterday was, it was small. It right. was okay. no one's, you know, yeah. so if, if it's not like your person you text every day, if it's not your right. best friend, you have to like reach out to figure out who's having a party. Well, see, our, the people that are in our top five, and I think we're in their top five. Mm-hmm. We are, right? We are. I was like, you never know. I was like, you never know. they didn't reach out to find out what we're doing on July 4th. We also didn't reach out to them because the truth is we're happy to do nothing, but still, but then 
I saw that they were at a party. And mm. I'm like, why didn't we get invited to that party? But it's because all those kids they aren't go to friends. the same school. They are. They are, they are. I did Mommy and Me with them. But to yeah. Ricky's point, yeah. and by the way, I realize this has crossed past interesting through entertaining and it's just sad now and, and everyone wants me to move on and i'm going to i think um, this is great this is relatable i think we all feel like this. Is, we're all being yeah. vulnerable <laughs> uh yeah so if ricky is right and i think she is that they were keeping it like a, sure. a small Everyone's sort of bubbly right thing yeah, yeah we wouldn't make I that i think cut. also I saw some big parties though on i well okay but were they different parties because i saw yes. there was one because there are people that I follow who are in their late twenties, maybe early thirties at the at the oldest, and like yeah, they went they had big parties, but that's because they're in their late twenties and like their early thirties. Why not? Uh, well, Kevin, Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter was. He a, has an amazing social life, right? But it's like they're He's at also that like age. 30, isn't yes. it? Yeah, yeah, they're at that age yeah. where like nobody's married, and uh, you know they're just having fun, and uh, you know, uh, you know they all go have group uh, get-togethers. But also, next time you're feeling like I want to go to a party, just text Kevin. <laughs> I know that's what you do. Like if you're if you want to yeah. go and no one asks but, you, you just like ask someone like that. Yeah. It'll be like, like, oh, who, go to who invited house. their parents? Yeah. <laughs> there is that you are. I I have been the oldest person at a party before, and I'm like, ooh, no, this <laughs> yeah. is not great. Yeah. Uh, I okay. This is not to make anybody feel bad. No, but I feel like it's very relatable. So not. Did you get invited to so many you didn't know which one to go to? No, I only I I I I leapt on the one invite I got. Like um, it was what's something you leap on? I don't a, know. like a grenade. A summer grunt. Uh, yes, I le- <laughs> I leapt on it like an exploding grunt <laughs> to save the rest of my pl- platoon. Um, uh, no, so uh, I uh, a not I got a non Fourth of July invite from Kevin Porter, who I think we all agree is very fun online and has a very fun seems to be having a lot of fun and i think does has a very fun life and nice friends and i you know for whatever reason couldn't go and i felt that like god should i make this fucking work because i want to be on this list i don't want to be i don't want this to see i would love to come it's that thing you're talking about you're like how many no's do i get to where i'm off the fucking list i want to be on the list i want to be invited to the next one like really bad but i i I felt like was it the movie no i don't i forget what it was it was of course you do yeah i know (laughs) how can i keep these all straight um uh but no it 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 was one of those things where i'm like oh god i'm so happy i'm getting this i can't do it how do i (laughs) how do i not seem desperate Mm -hmm. but also communicate the information please invite me to the next one do you know what's funny i don't mind seeming desperate okay i I, you know that's that's the one thing the pandemic cured me of that I, mm-hmm, it really right. did. Like, I mean, we we texted during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we were both quarantining alone, and like, you just like are like, I'm lonely. Hi, what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Like, right. I was like, I love oh, that. and everyone's like, oh, me too. Hi, and it's yeah. just, I I kind of got past that thing, which was it right. was kind of nice. I made a friend in my building because. I remember that Kate had had lunch with him like five years before. And I was like, does that guy still live here? And I uh, texted him. I'm like, I live in your building. I'm lonely. Do you want to go for a walk? And he was like, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So 
Yeah, but that's a, mm-hmm. you know, kind of desperate thing to do. You're like, I, I live here. I'm right. totally by myself. Will you please yeah. hang out with me? And pretty much everyone was like, sure. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, then, yeah people like that. And if they think I'm desperate, then don't hang out with me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I also Fine. think like what you were saying, though, specifically with uh, I can't come, but please invite me to the next thing. I right. don't think I think that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I think I was a, I hope I was able to get that yeah get that balance right so what'd you say i said i'm busy but i'd love to be invited to the next one (laughs) i feel like that's that's so cash yeah good yeah i think i i think i I played it all right so we'll see we'll see if nobody doesn't like someone who wants to hang out with them right yeah you know what i mean sure like Mm -hmm. if you're expressing interest in someone no one's like i'm still trying to parse that everyone likes someone who wants to hang out with them yeah 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 it's flattering yes it's like i'm thinking about you how are you doing just you know i'd love to see you yeah and it's a thing in dating that that uh you have to like remember back i feel like you i haven't heard this in a long time where where it was maybe a 90s thing where they were like don't call back for oh, like seven days or some shit yeah, like that and it's that like fuck fucked me up no you can show interest in a person <clears throat> and be genuine in their interest and not be overly like uh the thing that you're afraid you're gonna come you, you can you can ride that line and not be an asshole like just say like i like you i'm gonna text you right after our date and say hey i really enjoyed that like why do you have to wait and Right. And if they need someone who's going to play that game, maybe they're not your person. Well, yeah, yeah sure. exactly. Like, I, that yeah. T- seems like it takes a lot of energy. Like, I'd rather focus on my writing than be like, when do I text him back? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't I can't give that much. Right. That's a yeah, that's, I think, a yeah. thing that I certainly had to get over. And it's a weird thing to, like, wrap your brain around is that, like, OK, if I do some slight little thing like text too much or not if you know if i do something wrong and then the, it turns the person off that was never going to be a person who's not interested in it you really yeah because yeah. if they really like you there's yes. not much you can do to get right. them not yes. to yes and if they don't like you there's not much you can do to get them right to. like the right. games kind of in that sweet spot either or you're kind of in one spot either way totally like the games are all about when you like someone and that person is like borderline disinterested in you. Right. So it's all about like hooking them in or whatever. Yeah, that's can I get a want. weird second date out of this right. person? You know, that's going to be un- <laughs> right. kind of uncomfortable. Right. Like, can I trick them into wanting right. to be with me? Yeah, like what you should be after is wait, don't waste time with that. Spend your time with people who actually like you and, you know, don't mind if you're a little corny or a little like overly right. thirsty, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kids are saying, yeah. I think maybe we're <laughs> trained a little bit, you know, by media or whatever with the shit like, "Here's the rules, fellas." You know, yeah. like I think we are kind of trained to believe that, like, if we play things right, it, you can make someone like you. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's the like, let's give them the makeover, and then and then <laughs> Honestly, it works. It, you, the I was com- my mind was completely fucked up by Grease too. And yeah. I went into <laughs> high school. By the reproduction song. I went yes, into high school thinking I had to be the brooding stranger. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like the more brooding and like deep and thoughts I am, the more the girl. And guess what? No one wants anything to do with that person. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. They're like, oh, that person's like, Duh. you know, want the cool rider. <laughs> they don't want cool right cool <laughs> okay so i found the rules and i was going to read them except there's 35 so let me just Jesus. explain yeah this what are book your top, my top i read three. this book because i was writing i wrote a movie about 
women who it was sort of like a millionaire matchmaker type movie once uh-huh. that, that did not get made, but it was it was kind of based on the rules. So I don't even know how it works with dating right now. But when I was there was a real push toward women should be able to ask men out. Don't wait around for a guy to ask you out. You can ask a guy out. So that <clears throat> I don't know what era that was, but I feel like the rules was kind of a response to that. And the rules was very traditional and it was written by these two women, Ellen Fine and Sherry Schneider, who I think they divorced at some point at not each other um after this, but they were like we know this sounds really obnoxiously traditional but tell me this is your way working and like anyone oh, reading it of course it wasn't yeah it was it's a really pretty fucking sick burn it was, <laughs> it was yeah, no one's reading that if it's working right, right. it was pretty insidious so are you having sex while you're reading this uh, we didn't think so <laughs> and there were like tons of case studies in there like our friend Paula is a you know who's real. Yeah. Our friend Paula, <laughs> real friend. Yeah, she's a doctor right. and she owns she her own home. She focused way too much on that, and men were yeah. turned off. <laughs> exactly. So here are some of the rules: be a creature unlike any other. I don't even know what that means. Boy, don't check <laughs> like a vampire. Done. <laughs> I have wings on my head. Right. <laughs> don't talk to a man first, and don't ask him to dance. Are don't these like dance. the? the female version of the game like the game was a response to this i think don't stare at men or talk too much don't meet him halfway or go dutch on a date don't call him and rarely return his calls always end phone calls first you're supposed to have an egg timer by the phone what don't accept a saturday night date after wednesday um, <laughs> and then there's how what? to act on dates one, two, and three. How to act on dates four through commitment time. What's the sex date? Um, oh, I don't. Remember. Is it after commitment time? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. When are you? When are you eating after the marriage? <laughs> so, so to speak. Stop dating him if he doesn't buy you a romantic gift for your birthday or Valentine's Day. Don't see him more than once or twice a week. Oh, and then he, I gotta, I gotta get to the one some where of this, I was like, I gotta throw. The, I, ha- I do have to say, like, window. some of this is. I feel is geared towards people who have low self-esteem and don't know how yes. to recognize when a guy is is basically an asshole. It's like what they're saying is like this is the behavior of an asshole. Don't continue. If a guy is like calling you on Friday night to go out on or Friday night to go out on Friday night or whatever. Yeah. It's like he just wants to fuck you, you know, right. or whatever. And so like maybe that's good for some people who don't know how to like well if you think about you know, respect it themselves. the way they're telling a woman to behave is how someone who is very busy and not that interested in a guy would act mm-hmm. you know and, and that is not the worst way to go through life i mean it, it makes you less vulnerable and i'm going to say it the normal way um oh here's the part where i was like i need to throw this book out the window even if you're engaged or married you still need the rules oh boy oh. <laughs> so put, yeah, every time you're what? talking to your husband set the egg timer yeah. <laughs> and when it dings just go into the God, closet how would that even work yeah. kate so, and i found this book called fascinating womanhood uh-huh. and and it was it was for women who are married uh, most of it was there was single but it was mostly about married women it's in the 50s and it was basically like how to 
keep a man interested. And it would be like when you when installing a household appliance, install it upside down. So he has to come home and fix oh it. Oh, my God. Like to make him. Wow. It was for smart girls to sh- make him feel like he was smarter yeah. than you. And oh it was like, gosh. pretend you're a bad driver. It was just all these things like make him feel more masculine right. by pretending you're way worse than you are. Right. It's so funny. Some of that is in. There's something to read, that. Though? <laughs> Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. No. I find that guy very insipid, but I do. I feel like I kind of subscribe to the general principles of those books. Um, but there's a lot of it in there, like how you know, like how to make a guy feel useful. <laughs> but it's also, which may be true for some people, but it's like it's presupposing that men are all so weak, yeah, that they have <laughs> mm-hmm. to feel they're like a better. Yeah, I don't know. Which which Daniel, some you love are. doing stuff around the house, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't mind doing stuff around the house, but it's like when it's. Um, what Daniel I'm, wishes I I did more. <laughs> Whatever. Um, what what Ricky is talking about reminds me of. It's funny how these ideas change over time. My grandmother wrote. She she took some fiction writing class and when when she was old, and she wrote about this like sexy robot woman that this scientist created. And what? the way that she wrote like about, weird science. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, she was like a, an Android and the way she wrote this, like, and it, this wasn't comedy. It wasn't supposed to be like, Oh, how hilariously like over the top. It was like supposed to be very sexy. And she would go, <laughs> she had gum. She was trying Hey, sugar. <laughs> like this, like, and it was just like the notion she had of sexy. what a, a sexy woman behaves like is out of some bizarre, like, 1940s, like, right. hey. It's like Mae West with a piece of gum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> you want some big league chew? Yeah. Oh, my. I'm oh my a bank. Yeah. Yeah. A bank. Who's that sexy mom over there? <laughs> yeah. What was the story? I don't know. I, my mom might have a copy of it. I should probably. My mom feels weird about it because I think for how, her it's a little like Ugh. how explicit does it get? Oh, it might get very. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, my grandma wrote weird. Yeah. yeah, did yeah. your grandmother write a robot porn? That would be so cool. <laughs> my that grandmother sounds like a good podcast. Hey. It sounds like that could be popular. My grandmother. I was so. I was at a, a signing when I I wrote. Uh, some Spider-Man comics way back in the day. And I was at a signing at a comic book store and it was for kids. It was like geared toward, you know, eight to 13 year olds. So there was like a, a bunch of like young boys, you know, getting, and she came and the whole time she was wanting to sign the comics. Uh, and then she was, my grandfather had died, was trying to get advice from these 13 year old boys on how to meet a man. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. She was like in her 70s. I mean, it's never too late. Uh, It was, I was mortified. (laughs) My grandmother dated until she died. She, after she got a divorce, she was like, oh, I cannot believe I was ever married. I'm never doing this again. And she wouldn't even commit to people. She would be like, after 65, I won't be a girlfriend because that means you're a nurse. So she would only be like <laughs> casual. She would oh, date. That's different. Oh, yeah. She was like, I don't no think so, No strings attached. Totally. Yeah. And she was, yeah, she had like big, big boobs and she drank Manhattans all day. And did she get her. fake boobs later in life? Yeah, or? she did. Wow. <laughs> she was, yeah. She sounds yeah. like quite a character. Hey, yeah. listen, you know, there's no rules. 
I do whatever like, makes you happy. I like that your uh, your aunt was looking for dating advice, and she's like, you know who who would know? Thirteen year old <laughs> comic book fan. <laughs> my, my grandmother. They're all yeah. in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple, more about dating. There were a couple like you know thirteen year old guys who were just like sincerely trying to tell her yeah. how to you know I don't know there's like match.com or something it's like oh my god there's that silver singles or something I always get ads I don't know why but I always get ads for that it's like for over 65 oh dating god. I'm like why is this always sent to me I will <laughs> but- occasionally get an ad for a dating thing that is like very not my demographic anyway that is always a weird like huh what does the algorithm Ooh. think of me <laughs> like- yeah um, so what did you guys do for July 4th I was at a friend's place in Highland Park last night. Um, I honestly don't care about the fourth at all. Like I, I anger people usually when I say I don't care about fireworks at all. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't since I was seven. Um, like if I see them, sure, I'm not gonna get mad at them. Although I was kind of getting mad at them last night <laughs> because they just Highland it, Park in, in Highland Park. Sure, it was is relentless. No, no, it was yeah, hours of just like nonstop, so loud. Like to the point that I was there to just hang out and mm-hmm. talk to friends and. It was kind of hard to hear each other, and um, so it was both fun and annoying at the same time. Yeah, that that whole like east side of L.A. It's I'm honestly like 36 straight hours of nonstop fireworks. Wow. Yeah, it's just like constantly. Was, yeah, but like yeah, I, 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 and it's it's bad every year, but it was like a new level this year. I think like it was constant. People are blowing off steam. Everyone's yeah. pent up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me. Tony posted a picture of a shirt that I have not stopped laughing about. <laughs> Where did you find that? Uh, it's this account called Meth Syndicate that they make just ridiculous shirts like that. It says, stop my flag, I'll eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it has, doesn't it have like a semi on I've it? I've seen right that. Is that. Is that is... That is there's, someone trying to be funny, yeah. right? Okay, I didn't yes, but there's that. one. Yeah. There's one that wasn't trying to be funny that was similar to that. Right. Yeah, because I feel like I have seen the like what it's parodying is those kind of Facebook algorithm shirts Mm -hmm. that's like I'm a I'm a redneck gun toting beer swilling American and if you try and take my flag I'm gonna yes. jack off on your mar- mar- you know and yeah. it's yeah. those the and long, 15 different fonts a lot of fonts right. like, yes. yeah. and there's usually like weirdly specific things in there it's mm-hmm. like I'm a 52 year old single lady who loves Nirvana and hates <laughs> <laughs> and, just like, and it just keeps going to all these really right. but like yeah. that is literally made I for think, one person I don't love way. tomatoes it's more of a texture thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, now that would be a great shirt. Like, I used to collect Beanie Babies, but now I'm, you right. know, uh, only into uh, NFTs and uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, geodes. Um, I li- I'm liking Loki, but I'm not loving it. <laughs> I'll stick around to the end. I kind of want to see what the is. And I love is. America. Yeah, and I also if you don't like it, off. you can fuck off. <laughs> and then it's like a minion farting, and then that's the yeah. unrelated minion. What's that need to project that to people standing behind you at Walmart, you know what I mean? Like, to why? Which one, though? The whole uh, the those t- shirts. that toughness. Yeah, yeah, like, why do you need to just like? I need to make sure that person behind me knows this information about me. <laughs> you know what? I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not a fan of. I whatever swear. I don't care if people swear, but like, I, I it bothers me when people wear like a shirt that's just like yeah. fuck off or whatever. You know, <laughs> it's like just something ex- incredibly unclever. It's like. 
what if you walk past kids? Like, I just, I don't know. Fuck yeah. off shirt's pretty funny, though. <laughs> that is actually. Like, I, well, I was just picturing Kate McCoochie walking around in a fuck yes. off shirt, uh, and that yeah. actually well, that, does make it funny. The right person, yeah. 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 Yes, that would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> does Kate McCoochie still look as young as I remember her looking? Yes, she does. Yes, she's she's small and young looking. Yes. Well, what kind of answer though is she gonna get? What if I was like, no, no, she looks so old. No. She, she like literally overnight age, yeah. like fifteen years. It was, it's like, scary. She looks fifty, honestly. <laughs> Although I do have to say, almost everyone I know thinks they look younger than they look. Yeah. Don't you think everyone thinks they look a few years younger than their yeah. age, yeah. and nobody does? No. Like right. I feel I, like I did for a long time, and I've lost that, and it's it's been something that's very noticeable to me in photos now because I'm like, what happened? Well, you know what it is? When did old face descend on my it's, face? If you don't really know somebody, okay, and then you see them, they always look the age they are. Yeah. But it's like with Macaulay Culkin or someone. When the, you knew them as a kid, they still kind of look like a kid. It's weird. You can never see them. At, or Ricky Schroeder, who's like a nightmare person right now. But you look at him and you're still like, oh, like you're Silver the little spoon. kid. Yeah. You're... He, there's something about knowing what the face looked like mm. when it was young mm-hmm. that just keeps you from seeing it Maybe. totally as it is. That makes sense. I just have a lot of actresses and none of them think they can play their age and they all can play their age. <laughs> they just, they're like, well, I don't look 35. And I'm like, no, you're 42. You look 42. You know, but it's not, but it's like they look good. It's not a bad thing. I just don't think it's bad to look your age. Yeah. yeah. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. I think. I, um, I've uh, I've been a little bit self conscious lately about my looks, just because I've uh, I'll I'll talk about it in the plugs just, thing. I have this book coming out, sexy. so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm too sexy. Yeah, it intimidates people. I can. Oh, I, the only time I stop having sex is to record podcasts <laughs> <laughs> or read the rules or read the rules. <laughs> Br- brush so, up, right? Uh, anyway, I've had to like give people publicity photos for stuff, and I don't I don't think I look good in any of them. I kind of got one recently that I kind of like, but I just I you know I don't like them. I'm kind of like I'm like okay, I have to send something, so I'll send this. Um, so I've been kind of self conscious about my looks but the other day i was in a panera bathroom and i looked great in the panera (laughs) bathroom mirror i'm like why do i look so good in this lighting i want to if i ever get married i want to have my wedding photos in this panera bathroom go back with outfit changes and then have i I, i'm not even joking you should go back with a couple different outfits go to the bathroom get all the photos that you need for a while I should. I mean, people will be <laughs> kind of wondering, like, where are you? <laughs> You're like, don't worry about it. Don't, it's someplace cool. It's a studio. Close, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, take note of, of the color of the walls yeah, and stuff because it might be a color. It was kind light. of greenish. T- you know, you know the Panera colors. Kind of a green, I, yellow, yeah. uh, kind of a earthy olive. Do you feel like it could be any Panera bathroom or this one specifically? That is an amazing question, and then I will now drive across Please. country going from Panera to Panera, finding where I look the I, best. Was there windows, or was it? No, no windows. Oh. Really? Yeah. And you did some like immediate comparisons before, like after, to like, let me, do I look this good right now, or was it just specifically this? Yeah, uh, no, I got home, and I looked in the mirror, I'm like, yep, goblin, <laughs> but, <laughs> but in this Panera bathroom... I, I don't know. I was stunning. I was. I've never looked so good. <laughs> you, you, I want to go to this Panera and see how I look in the mirror. You should. It's in Pasadena. I'll send you the Panera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's just like my skin tone or yeah, you know whatever maybe worked. I'm just like this. I wish I could 
like socialize in here so I can like meet people. <laughs> you like the Fonz. That's your new office. You right. Know, the bathroom <laughs> <with> the yeah. <laughs> you need to redesign your own bathroom. So I know I need to find like I need to like write well, Panera yeah. corporate and say like what so, bulbs do you use yeah. like, so what the wattage companies that have offices near Walmart in North uh, West Arkansas will design their entire interior of their offices to be exactly like corporate headquarters at Walmart just so their salespeople will get used to the it's the craziest oh, thing so Wait, you I'm could, sorry everything just went too fast what. Well, I'm trying I to get through the boring but, part. But well, I know, but I want to understand I want to understand Like if you it. went to, say, Black & Decker's offices in uh, Bentonville, the interior of their office space l- will look exact same uh, carpet, same uh, wall colors, same cubicles as Walmart headquarters. Like they just replicate the look so that their salespeople, I guess, are like used to – I don't know why. They'll, that's a thing. And why are you looking but, at me like that? But why Black & Decker? Like all the other well, I, businesses? There's, I think Sony might have done that too. I'm just saying. Like, so the business. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Never what's mind. What's confusing? Me. Is everyone else following this? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're saying. I'm waiting for the, the second the part of it so that I understand the first part. Yeah, that's like the psychological effect that lighting has. I can't exactly tell you why they do it. But I you're just saying know that, that they other do businesses it. in Bentonville, where, where, which is where Walmart's headquarters oh, are. Oh, I'm sorry. So. Maybe I shouldn't have brought this up. This is too. It, it, Walmart headquarters has around them every company that every major company that does business with Walmart has offices uh, near there. Yes, I feel this with, was it. sure with their sales. Sorry, with their salespeople, so they can regularly just pop in and, and make sales calls on the buyers at Walmart. Uh, this is not interesting. To no, but that it was is. that was necessary. But, now it makes okay. Makes so now you understand. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, it's not like Black and Decker's like showroom. Or no, I I dated somebody for a while who made a product that dealt with Walmart. And she just had to fly to Bettenville yeah. like once a month to like bend the knee to Walmart. And it's, it was this it's thing. It was like, well, maybe we should get an office out there because I'm just doing this so They're often. just such a huge force in, you know, whatever. So um, this is all a way of saying that you should make your office look like a Panera Bread's yeah. bathroom. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Just, no, it'd be like, like to get a Panera Instagram filter. So to get them <laughs> no. to get them used to Walmart, they all look like Walmart. Well, they just saying, you that can makes sense. Yeah, your your right. office as a Panera bathroom. Yeah, and maybe I mean, I mean, obviously, like so much of this stuff is just confidence. You know, yes. like you know, you you will you will project how you feel. Confident people will project, and you're most confident con- in a Panera bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so- but I've also noticed a lot of men don't know their colors. Sure. Yeah, women you're know right. their colors. You're right. A lot of you guys all seem to, but yeah. a lot of men don't. You got to know your. Are you like? An autum, right? Right. You, right, or an right. Earth like coat. I couldn't get away with this shirt. I'm a flatbread pizza. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you're a cream of broccoli, right? I yeah, think yeah. you're a spring. Okay, yeah. that's. I, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. You pair you you're you pair well with croissants and yeah. loaves of bread. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> surprisingly large iced tea selection. <laughs> right. Soups <laughs> and bread. Four bowls. iced teas there. I love it. What oh, is? A sp- I think I'm a winter. Mm. Oh, like a. There's like people who look good in earth tones, right? Yeah. Which one is spring? Can, well, because he can pull off the spring, these bright colors. Oh, yeah, gotcha. It's, like, it's um, you know, pastels. And yes. Like aqua instead of navy. Right. Like that kind of. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Red instead of maroon. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely earth. I can't. I can't do the aquas very easily or the pastels. I'm this is like a way pastel. louder shirt than I usually wear. This is it like a, a branch out for me. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thanks. Working nice, for nice, you. Nice yes. You got to wear that to Panera next time. <laughs> It'd be Double great down. if like just didn't work. Ah, like, oh, fuck it! I lost the shirt. The shirt doesn't work. Yeah, Tony, you have a, you have kind of like a colorful like summer fun shirt on as well. 
Thank you. Is that- but it's, at the end of the day, it's black, though, which I, I tend to gravitate <laughs> toward the black. But you put a little, little something else on there. Well, so can do it. bad boys don't wear pastels. That's right. You know That's right. Thank Come you. On. Thank you for saying it. I yeah. didn't want to have to. That's like the uh the hour version of like real men don't eat quiche <laughs> <laughs> which was that something people actually said i, know, I think it was a jo- it was a title of a book oh. i think it was supposed to be a joke but then everyone's so insecure in this country every man is so insecure about their masculinity that i think a lot of guys stopped eating quiche for real i mean it's that fascinating womanhood thing it's the same thing yeah, yeah. like make them feel like they're better drivers quiche yeah, is awesome quiche. Yeah. <laughs> i'm comfortable enough to eat quiche i don't care <laughs> I don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Eat yeah. that quiche, buddy. I'll <laughs> we'll have Fuck a mimosa yeah, while I'm at it. Yeah. What'd you say? said I'll have a mimosa while I'm at it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Uh, Fuck it. Listen, I call myself the queen of segues, and yet I am finding that it is hard to go from quiche and mimosas to a DNA test for your dog. <laughs> and I do. I got to find a way to bridge it. Let me see. You might buy a stray animal if you're out there getting drunk on mimosas. That's true. You might want to know what kind of uh, dog it is. Yeah. That dog you got at I the mean, shelter. Yes. Here's the thing about real the- men buy dogs at shelters and then get them DNA tests. Will you adopt, Daniel? Your language is all wrong. Here's the thing. The Embark dog DNA test is more powerful than the competitors. It tells you more about your dog. They can give you specifically what um, what kind of dog you have, the breeds that make up your dog with more detail. Um, you know, we did it with Wendy and we knew that she was a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Uh, so I was, I, I, I would have been neat if something came back in terms of what breed she is that I didn't know, but it came back that she is, you know, 100% Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. But there's all this other information that you get as well. It can tell you about genetic, um, you know, diseases or conditions that, that, that your dog might be, uh, might have a predilection Help for. Help your vet. Hel- it helps your vet, exactly. But also, uh, you, you can be connected to relatives of your dog. So that has been very fun because I get little alerts saying that like, Wendy has a new relative and then I can go look at their, you know, and I can, I can bark at them hmm. or I can, co- uh, connect with them. And that has been really cool. And it's very easy. It's just a cheek swab. Um, so yeah, it's great. It's, it's, easy uh you they keep you in the loop as the the test you know sort of ascends to the different you know levels and then you get your results back and it is great learn your dog's inner secrets with embark the highest rated dog dna test right now embark has an offer on their breed and health kit for our listeners go to embarkvet.com to get free shipping and save $50 off your embark breed and health kit with promo code best friend visit embarkvet.com and use promo code best friend to save $50 today I also want to take a second to tell you about an awesome podcast called The Sloppy Boys from our pals Jeff Dutton, Tim Kalpakis, and Mike Hamford, who are also in a kick-ass party rock band called Sloppy Boys. What's the show about? It's a podcast about cocktails. Each week, they drink and discuss a cocktail recognized by the International Bartenders Association. They also have a great Patreon where patrons, as they call them, get access to The Sloppy Boys Blowout, a weekly bonus episode where the guys will talk about music, movies, TV shows, or honestly, anything they damn well please and you don't have to be a drinker to enjoy it they're just having fun and you'll have a blast listening so check it out for a funny boozy wild time the sloppy boys podcast is on spotify apple or anywhere you get your podcast and last week we talked about we i wondered who wrote the caption 
are you coconut about it was it was Jeff Dutton doing something wild and crazy with a drink and it said are you coconuts for loco duts <laughs> and it was, it was Tim, Tim. yes Tim, yeah. he wrote back guilty as charged I just love those guys I think they are the hilarious they're hilarious um let's do something we haven't done in a little while iTunes comments of the week oh I was not expecting I know I like to I like to throw Tony for a loop Jordan, would you mind reading um, a positive comment? I would about not my mind. Show? I would love to. I think that would feel great for all of us. Do you have a negative one there? I sure do. Can I have it? Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> this is uh, the title of this review is Comfort Podcast. The user is. Sildha Saja Zae Yefafa Ba S Jaya Ga Jae Ka O Ka X Ha. I love them. They're the best. <laughs> um, it looks like just a cat jumped on the keyboard. That's their username. Uh, they say, I've been a listener for almost five years now. Recently, I lost one of my best friends to suicide. Laughing and doing anything is the hardest thing in the world right now, but when I turn on this podcast, there's an instant feeling of comfort, and I actually laughed for the first time in weeks. It's genuinely helping me take my mind off it, and it's been the most comforting experience. It's like uh, I'm with a best friend. Much love, Allison and gang. Oh, hey. that's so yeah, nice. That's I'm so, so sorry to hear about your yeah, friend, um, but I am glad that you're able to laugh and that we brought you some comfort. So thank you. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And I have also, this person, if they listen for a long time, does it say five years? It does, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure they've heard me talk about, I also lost someone to suicide and it was awful, awful. Um, but if you, you will get to a place where it doesn't hurt as bad. And you'll be able to think about them and it won't cause so much pain okay so not everyone is as positive about the show though on the other hand <clears throat> this comment is called boring <laughs> <laughs> one star by jmc 3000 i used to really like this show but it's become so boring and weird in a non-fun way it's about nothing. Pointless stories, not funny, cringy, and often gross. Well, I can't disagree. I mean, I don't think it's boring. Gross? That's a weird word to <laughs> it well, is weird. We yeah. talk about like farts and stuff. Sure. Oh. So we are gross sometimes. <laughs> but gross. You know, I think some people like boring. <laughs> Come on. Um okay, so Jordan, did you tell us what you actually did on July fourth? Oh, uh, yes. Not too interesting. I had, uh, I had a friend. He has a lovely, uh, patio, uh, overlooking Echo Park Lake. You can see a lot of nice fireworks. Uh, there was like six of us. We had some beers. He made some burgers, uh, and we all had a nice time. Lovely. Yeah. And Ricky, you said that you were at a party. I had a very similar experience, uh, to Jordan, except it was Toluca Lake and it mm. was lovely. And I watched fireworks and ate some burgers. With nice. Some it was great. Daniel, we got to go to some kind of lake. But I do think I That's do think the there is something the to uh, to what you were saying about I think uh, you know I I think there was this maybe idea that like post pandemic was going to be the roaring twenties and it was all yeah. going to be just this kind of 
Bacchanal. Uh, yeah. If that's happening, I don't know about it. So, uh, yeah. And I do think people are easing into it in a responsible way. And I think that the parties are a little smaller and maybe they'll get raging sometime soon. Yeah. Ricky and I were talking about this for for a quick second as we walked into the studio. I was saying how much I'm loving doing in-person shows again. Loving, loving, yeah. loving. Um, but I'm wondering, like, is there another lockdown? Are we headed for another lockdown? And Ricky, you were saying you don't, don't think, think so. so. You feel like we're vaccinated. We're good. And in, I toggle back and forth between feeling like I'm invincible. I'm vaccinated, which is generally how I feel. And then reading about like breakthrough infections and, and wondering where this Delta variant is headed. That being said, it seems like people who do test positive after being vaccinated is a very mild case. No one's died. Um, excuse me, no one's died of it here who's been vaccinated. That's good. But um, there might be lockdown. Well, the places where there probably should be lockdowns because of the low vaccination rates and the high Delta won't. So, you know, there probably won't be lockdowns. Good. You know? We can just keep doing in-persons then, Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delete Zoom. Yeah. Tony and I talked on the phone. We had never done this. What? Yeah, I'm not a real right. phone yeah, yeah, yeah. talker. Yeah. I'm such a phone person. I'm Are just you? like straight from the net. Yeah, I talk to everyone. Are you a on fascinating the phone? woman? I think I am. <laughs> I talk to people on the phone. I have a friend who I talk with on the phone every single day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just um I got I got phone phonier during the pandemic just mm-hmm. because I'm like, yeah, that was just a way to socialize. You like go on your you know, you go on your dumb little walk that you had to go on every day and, you know, you put in earbuds and you talk to a friend. It was nice. Here's a question. If someone calls you a friend now, so it's like, you know, caller ID, so you know, and they call you, but they don't leave a voicemail, do you call them back? Yeah. Because I'm just like, I, I don't care about being desperate anymore. I'm just like, did you call me? Yeah. But like, also, I just don't care. A lot of people are yeah. anti voicemail at this point so if you leave a voicemail they're never gonna listen to it it's never interesting yeah like hey it's me i don't ever listen i just call back some people will if they don't get your voicemail i mean sorry if they get your voicemail they won't leave a voicemail they'll just text you right away okay and i've done that too that's like a faster way to get to the person yeah so but if you don't get the text you don't get a voicemail to me that means you it wasn't important and I'm yeah. antisocial enough where I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if a phone call is ever about anything important. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. People just call you to talk. Right. I feel like I'm in the opposite boat where I only get them when it's important. Yeah. I have a lot of people who say you're the only person I talk to on the phone other than my mm-hmm. mom. I it, it is interesting. How, so the reason Tony and I talked, so I had Chris Hansen on my show. Um, and there was an awkward moment that uh, I was wondering whether we should leave it in or cut it out. I felt like it did not necessarily reflect the best on me as an interviewer because I started to ask him a question and then I like backed off of sure. it. Um, and but I thought it was interest. It was interesting in an awkward way, but also I could just take it out and then it's like you don't even see the right the um the vulnerabilities. Uh, hmm. So Tony, excellent was, pronunciation. <laughs> thank you, um, vul- Tony. Vulnerable. Tony was. Uh, do you ever do a podcast and afterwards you're like, I called back the same joke so many times, I want to kill myself. That's <laughs> no. There's never too many callbacks. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> I just felt like if I mispronounced it again, it would just be too much. I hear it right. Too sure. much. I was when I was on throwing shade the first time. I said something like, I don't even know what the reference was, but I'm like, I'm gonna get letters, and I like beat that to death. Yeah. 
I was just feel. I w- they haven't had you on since. <sighs> I was feeling ashamed about that just yesterday. Hmm. How oh, long you are so this? hard on yourself. I know. Wow. You got to get that amnesia, man. You got to get that like reset. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it is like the best. Just like you got to just like zip off the old suit and just like walk and like be like let it fucking go sometimes i i I go back and forth between being able to and not be i don't really Um, know why please please share with ricky your uh lift story (laughs) okay (laughs) so uh, real fast though i needed to talk to tony about his thoughts about leaving it in or cutting it out and i just knew that it was one of those things where we could text about it but it's like a phone is going to be so much better and it really was so i might become a ricky by that i mean someone who talks to talks on the phone I don't know. It's I great. had a um I had a uh, kind of a short job that had a long commute associated with it recently. By the way, uh working in an office, huh? Kind of weird, kind of fun. Um <laughs> but it was a super long commute and I got to the point where I would pick a person I was going to talk to on the way home. I love catching up with someone while I'm like on a long commute yeah. and I would like text them. I'm like, Hey, can I call you today yeah. at six 30? And then I would just chat with that person yep. on the way home. It was awesome. I was yeah. doing that for a little bit too. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like being on a podcast while you're in your car, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it also makes that drive. I would, so- plug, I would plug at the end. Uh, <laughs> do. Yeah. Do ads like mid rolls. Um, like, hey, how do you find like your mattress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was doing that for a little bit bit uh and if you're in like just stuck in traffic it makes it go by so quick it's great you're just mm-hmm. you know who, who were you talking to friends mm. um my pro- the reason i can't do that is because i have such a, such a bad sense of direction that i have to pay attention to the road oh, and to ways sure. I, I know what you i mean. wish yeah i'm trying to think if there's like any long drive where i know where i'm going no nope. it, it's fucked me up a couple times too yeah. like talking on the phone i'm like oh i'm on a different freeway now so Okay, so the story that uh, Tony is referring to. So I was sitting there and I was thinking about, my parents told me one time that they did not have the best Uber score. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that and I was like, but I, no offense, but I can sort of see where maybe they they have done things (laughs) that the, you know, rub the driver the wrong way. Versus like, I'm sure that I, conscientious, polite, just a delight I, all the way around. All the way In around. All interactions. I'm sure. A five-star experience. Allison yeah. Rosen. Yeah, <laughs> sure. If they could yeah. give me more than five stars, they would, because I do everything right when it comes to riding in an Uber or Lyft. I'm so sure of it. Mm-hmm. Just go, so, girl. Thank you. So I went to look at my Lyft score, because that's when I don't have Uber anymore. Remember when everyone erased Uber? Yes, yeah. it was for a reason. Yes, that and was I can't very good, was. <laughs> and we all did it, and it was good that we did it. <laughs> what was it? I don't Who remember. Knows? I didn't erase mine. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, that's, it's okay. Listen, we all, well, that's good because now, now you'll be able to look up your score. So, did yeah. you know that we have a rider score? They give us a score, right? Oh, right. We I grade them, that. and they grade us, okay. and we can find out. And it used to be hidden on Lyft, but then some, it changed. So I went and looked. And uh, yes, thank you. My Lyft score is. I'll see what mine is too. I'm let's all look up our. I know what mine is. Oh wow, <laughs> it's four point eight <laughs> out oh, of five. Is but not it's not five. Five. This not is sticking in your craw. It's in my craw. Mine's four point eight two. Look at that. That's pretty see, good. It's a great score. Uh, oh, Ricky, four point eight. We need two to hang or 4. out. 4.8 also. Four point eight two. Okay. All, uh, uh, also, in addition to not being four point eight. <laughs> okay. Oh wait a minute! 
so you're just she's 0.02 more than you yeah i'm just uh you. i'm just 4.8 down the line so she's not gonna sleep tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> guys what's your sorry about this you have five five stars perfect five i swear to god yeah. i know sorry i, sorry. I, I know why you don't women. i know well i know why you don't have a perfect score is it because we're women well if you if you if the guy wanted to talk to you and you didn't talk to him then they get mad you get some zeros and it brings it down. You get I all five. I feel like this is possibly what is go- I want to believe that. Can you feel it sometimes when people Yeah. Yeah. That anger. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. You did the first time I felt good. I bet, you, <laughs> I bet you have all fives and then you got just a couple zeros because you pissed some some dudes off. I get I mean, that works for me to understand it that way because the number of men I've talked to who have fives, but also a lot of I haven't met a man yet who has less than a Tony, do you have less than a five? Yeah, I did. I think I had less than you. Really? Yeah. I think I was like 4.7 or something. I was like just under, oh. I think. Well, I'll, with I'll the exception again. of Tony, the number of men I've met who have perfect fives, it's at least three. Um, Jordan, are you chatty? No, I do. Really? I, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to chat. I don't want to chat in the Uber. Oh, like, and they're one, okay with but that? Do people ever get mad at you? Because the uh, other people I know who have perfect, Nick Weiger and Greg Fitzsimmons. Wow. They're like super, like they, they practically seduce the driver. Interesting. I mean, I'm joking. But. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I try and I, I kind of try and politely shut conversation down. I kind and of try and give a curt answer once in a while. Somebody will like have a great vibe and they're fun to chat with. But in general, I don't, I don't really want to do chit chat just because you, you know, it's. I got a flat earth guy once. I got a let's ship the homeless people somewhere guy once. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I can't do those. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird feeling being trapped with like mm-hmm. someone who has a belief that might indicate they are an insane person. Same. So yeah, I think I'm just trying to remain ignorant as to what my Lyft driver is into. Yeah. I had one once where he was, he said he was getting into musical comedy. And so I thought he knew who I was. He did not. (laughs) And like he was, so I just, I thought he was, and he starts talking about musical comedy and I was like, yeah, you know, I know what you mean. And he was, he was kind of like, no, no, no. What I'm talking about. And I was like, I was like, no. And then he, I was like, oh, he, he's just telling me about it. Got it. Okay, wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was like, cool, so cool, funny. cool. He was like mansplaining musical comedy to me. He's like, if you ever want to try it, uh, get right. yourself some guitar <laughs> lessons and uh... get a partner, maybe. Yeah. Give her a ukulele. <laughs> um, the way you're just letting your 4.82 roll off is beautiful. I don't Ricky, care at all. Have you always? You seem to be pretty secure, or at least you you tend to things seem to roll off your back a little more than what I'm used to. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm wondering if you've always been that way. Uh, I don't know. Or if that's even accurate. I do feel like, I, I feel like I've had more than my fair share of like ire like aimed at me that I'm just like, well, okay, fine. Like I've just, I'm like, mm. he seems really centered and mature. I, yeah. I just don't care about internet comment. I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Like you could, you could look up, Halle Berry and you'd have 500,000 people being like she's the ugliest woman that ever existed yeah. and you're like okay mm-hmm. well that's not true so it's just, <laughs> she's clearly not you know or whatever so right. I don't know but it seems it's like just, in real life you're centered too I, I, mean, not I have a terrible memory which helps me a lot um, <laughs> no yeah I feel um, I don't know yeah. I don't know I just don't care about that stuff yeah. at all I feel like I have real problems sometimes and that I can't focus on <laughs> dumb problems that's good yeah that's good but I don't know. I don't know. I know there's like dumb shit I focus on though, like everyone else. Just not, just not that. I don't know. Yeah, everybody's got things. 
You still yeah. haven't gotten to the best part of the story, though. What's the best part? Oh, I forget. Oh, no. Well, it involves the phone. Oh, oh what I, <laughs> I forgot. Okay. So uh, I texted Lyft through there. Like, I chatted with them. And I just wanted to know if, <laughs> if they could tell me. I forgot. Who I gave you the bad scores? Like what city it was in? Because I just it makes no sense to me. <laughs> it makes no sense. But I figured if if I you know I remember during Sketchfest a group of us got into a car oh. and I was not drunk, but I think my friends were. Maybe so it's someone see. else's fault. Yes, it's, yeah. yes. I have you know I've ordered lifts for people. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are you know four point yeah. eight material. I think you're giving too much credit to these lift drivers. Oh, yeah. Like I don't think they're. E- I think they're usually most people are just like five, five, five. Like nobody cares. So like, listen right. to this. Since yeah. I brought it up on the show, <laughs> someone who drives for Lyft told me the passenger automatically gets a five. They had to, they have to manually go in to give you a lower score. Wow. Yeah. I think to be fair though, I think that it. Like they close it, and I think it just like the stars still come up, but I mm. think they would like it's not like they have to go in. And, oh. It's like they're there, and then I think they would just like, Got like it. touch it and go, okay. change okay. it slightly. I mean, I bet so you it's, anything, it's just men you didn't talk to. That feels right, right? to me. Don't you feel that sometimes? Yeah. When they get mad. Yeah. Sure. That yeah. feels, I mean, that this this really feels right. I had a guy I just asking like been me so out on the way to pick up. I was like headed out to dinner, Oof. and I was picking up my date. He lived like on the same street as me. And he was like, "You're pay." He's like, "If I was your boyfriend, you'd never pay for an Uber." Ugh. And did it like he's like he was really thick. like laying it well, on. Well, because thick. your boyfriend would drive an Uber, right? So, <laughs> but then yeah, but then the guy gets in the car and he just like it was. I could tell he was like mad that it was a guy or something. I don't know. It was like a. Sure. I don't know. It was. I was like. I bet he gave me a zero. He really didn't like yeah. that we were picking up a man and. He was trying the whole, like, it, it was like six blocks. And he was hard sell being like, That's go out so to dinner with me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, nope, still pick Whoa. it up, my friend. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Oof. Is that yeah. surprising? No, <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I, you know, just Oof. like, yeah, yeah. It's inappropriate I, I, yeah. and unprofessional is what it right. is. I mean, I know the, like, the little bit, like, that I felt kind of unsafe when I got the flat earth guy, you know, I just imagined that for, for women, it is just a, that constant feeling of like, what, what weirdo am I trapped with? Well, I was is... texting my friend everything that was going on as we were picking him up. So he came in the car and acted like he was this like angry aggro dude. He just pretended to be this. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So yeah. Have some fake blood you're washing off your yeah. hands as you're getting in the car. Be sharpening an axe. <laughs> right. Like if you're a woman, you're constantly having to worry about whether you're sending signals of interest, right? To right. somebody that sure. you're not actually interested in. So there's like modulating how friendly you are. That's got to be exhausting. It's this weird like Goldilocks thing that you're always supposed to be in the it's it's that men started to feel after me too and we're like yeah no that's how we always live they're like so yeah. i can't like what if i compliment someone what if i don't and we're like no no we've always struggled with that right. we don't want to mm-hmm. compliment someone because what if they you know we've always yeah that's always been our thing yeah mm-hmm. trying to find that line but well, whatever <laughs> who cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who cares I, if we get a 4.8 that's <laughs> who cares. I, I mean yeah who cares does it affect the frequency <laughs> Where the like I know now it's a little tougher to it, get a lift. I think a four point eight is high enough that you won't start getting matched with worse drivers gotcha. or anything like that. But still, it just you know, I want. So is there a world out there 
of three rated drivers and three rated passengers that are always so. giving each other rides, like these just nightmare ride so. wow. passenger That's situations. A, what a thought experiment. <laughs> yeah, there's just some like puking drunk in the back of a car that has having, three babies in it. <laughs> just wild conversations yeah. about nonsense. Swerving across the freeway wildly. Um, Wait, they get matched? You get matched with like like attracts like with Uber? I think so. I think so. Uh, well, I, I would imagine the way it works is if you're a like three-star three driver, you're, it's harder for you to get people to want to ride with you. Maybe? I, I just get assigned get a person. Off I always just get like... Dana's yeah, but way. like I don't. They're but, not like. Would you like Teresa? But you could go or, no. I, I, no, but they the they are, I think whatever, right? get the option of whether they take you or not. Oh, okay. so so if you're a if you're a two and a half passenger, <laughs> they're like no. Yeah, no one's going to accept you except somebody who's desperate. Right. Yeah. I would totally get a new email if I was a two and a half. I'd start over. Yes. Yeah. You should start over. I know. Get back up to five. I totally should. Keep it as long as you can. Well, you, what you could do is I start over and then keep track, anymore. and then you'll know exactly yes. who gave you the, mm-hmm. the low, and then you could call them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so they, would, they wouldn't tell me anything, no. except they did reveal <laughs> that it wasn't, because I was like, what, can you just tell me, was it one ride or multiple? And they're like, it's multiple. <laughs> And did they give you zeros or just like four? They couldn't. They wouldn't tell me that. They kept saying it's it's private. We can't tell you it was private. I shut down a air. I had to shut down an Airbnb account because oh, really? of a bad review once, and so I had to like kind of start all over with Airbnb. What did you so, do? Yeah, what'd you do? Uh, it, I I was in an I was I was I was in another city for a wedding. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, and trash the place. You, you meet you meet people at a wedding sometimes. The uh. review basically said. <laughs> that you, you 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 were too loud you were too loud you had oh. your you should not i you're not supposed to have anybody here and you were too you loud. should have kept that up you should put it as the first thing on your dating profile all <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it's sure like, we shut down airbnb airbnb yeah panera bread selfie airbnb <laughs> right like, you're like, come on. who's this catch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, does this? he have a cat too <laughs> <laughs> was this person in a, like the next door house or something i think i didn't no, it and they were. Yes, I think they were in on the on the premises. There's a new bad boy of podcast. Like this was a guest house or something, <laughs> huh? or See, they I were just so. It, so I feel like I kind of like I came into this this kind of apartmenty complex type thing and like threw down my stuff and left, mm-hmm. and then I didn't know the lay of the land, and I think the quarters were closer than I knew. Got it. So. I always just assume that the place is bugged. I don't do it. I can't do Airbnb. I'm too paranoid. Yeah. Like I assume there's cameras. No, and give me microphones. a nice commuter commuter hotel. Give me a nice uh, yeah. Marriott. I yeah. do like a Marriott Love residential a Marriott. suites or whatever they are. Yeah. Extended stay American. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. You, you know, with residents in, you can fax ahead of time your grocery list. Yes. And it'll be in your fridge. No when way. You get there. Yeah. Wow. You need a fax machine. <laughs> That's. <laughs> they only take it by fax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fax. Or, or sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it or makes wired. it hard, but they reward it. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you can find the fax machine. Um, Ricky, I, I just remembered you did something with Tim Heidecker, right? Yes. What was it? It was the show called Just Beyond. It's for Disney Plus. I don't I don't know when it comes out. They don't tell us that stuff, but um yeah, but yeah, we were we just filmed it in Atlanta. It was really fun. Nice. Was serious? Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh wow. It was we're both we're just in one episode. Yeah, I was gonna say I think uh he was only there for like a week or something. Yeah. How did you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was fun though. Very cool. Yeah. 
Um, what else? What else do you have coming out? What else should we look out for? Um, God, I don't even know. Um, nothing. <laughs> well, it's nothing I can say. I guess I have an animated movie coming out in 2024. So look Wait, out were for you that. Kidding? 2024. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I was trying to remember. There's some sort of Michelle Gondry like thing that I saw you in. Oh, that that shot from K- it's so cool. That was a really cool. That was shot. so. Yeah, you guys love that, that show. Out. Isn't that so neat? Yeah. But that, specifically, the part you were in that I'm remembering was pretty neat. We and rehearsed were, it for yeah. two days. Wow. Yeah, and then. Yeah, we, so, we got it in three takes, which was cool. Yeah, wow. so let's explain that. So your character is kind of like a mess who then like turns her life around. Yes. And you see her apartment is is all messy. Right. And then as she's turning her life around, you see it like get all cleaned. It put transformed. Together. But, it, but it's like a high degree of difficulty. There's two live animals in it. There's like different extras. There's yeah, right. It was Just, wild. All the walls changed. Every Yeah, everything changed. And then the director had the foresight to uh, have one of those little mini cameras in the ceiling so you could see what was actually going on. Which yeah. Is, like, just a lot of yelling. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It was great. It was really fun. Very cool. I need to watch the second season of Kidding. It yeah. got really sad the first season. I think it, it's so it's hard, and there was like cancer subplot or one of the plots, and so it just. I think for me, it feels like okay. I don't. I'm not sure. I want to like Go dive ahead. into something so heavy right now. It's like I'm rarely in the mood, but it was good. I, I liked the yeah. show. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> excuse me. That was that. It sounded like me trying to get everyone's attention. And it really was. I was just clearing my throat. Mm-hmm. But I did want to tell... you have to make a wedding toast. Oh, wait. I do have something. <laughs> okay. What is it? Duncanville. It's every Monday night on Fox. It's an animated show. It's really, really funny, I think. With I'm Betsy biased. Sidaro, right? With Betsy Sodaro, Yep. Who do you play? Um, I play the daughter of the family. And Amy Poehler plays the son and the mom. <laughs> and uh, Betsy Sodaro is one of Amy's friends at high school. Nice. Yeah. So during this past year, did you record that at home? Yeah. How was that? It was great. Well, I recorded it at home just a couple times. And then this recording studio, like there's like a different entrance. They made like, whereas it's just no contact. So I got to do it in a studio, which was also. That's nice. probably the easiest uh, part of the business to do, you know, because like, it's already sort of secluded. Right? Yes. You're isolated place. in a booth alone. And then yeah. they just had like Zoom screens and people were just giving you direction, like through your headphones. So were you, nice. were the other actors there or? No, no, this is just, um, it's one of the ones where you just record by yourself. So. Yeah, we, we but even before COVID, we did, we never did it together. So, yeah. you guys, this was so much fun. So Thank fun. you so yeah. much. I'm so Thank glad you. that everyone was available. Um, and uh, yeah, I just had the best time. Uh, I want to remind everyone, Patreon. 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 Duh. I forgot this last week, Tony. I gotta, I gotta say thank you and welcome to my new Patreon people. Welcome, Ames, Genesis, and Ron Carlin, and uh, thank you and welcome to Laura Holtzauer, who has upgraded from monthly to annual. And again, 12 months for the price of 10 if you sign up for annual. Um, Okay. And also, uh, I'm an Amazon influencer. You wouldn't know it just from looking at me because I like to play it cool. But yes, I am. So if you go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen, um, I've got all these different collections of products that I use and recommend. So makeup, podcasting gear, Daniel's Corner, kid stuff, 
home stuff, books, etc. Um, go there, check that out. And then also, uh, I haven't mentioned in a while, but I have a book out, Tropical Attire, Encouraged, and Other Phrases That Scare Me. And just a couple nights ago, I uh, I wanted to reread my I Hate Fireworks essay that was in there. Uh, it was not, It's actually called I Hate Fun. But I was flipping around uh, and I was like, you know, this book is, is good. So I think everyone should go read it if you haven't. Yeah. And right Scott, I just pat myself on the back so hard. <laughs> good for you. No, Thank that's you. Good. Don't let it haunt you. Yeah. Okay. It's over. Thank Moving you. It's, I'm going to move forward. So, uh, and it's got illustrations by moi. Oh, my yeah. God. I forgot yeah. that part. Yeah. Daniel illustrated each uh, story in there. Allison, that plug, five stars. Thank five you. stars. Thank you very much. So if you go to AllisonRosen.com, you can, you can uh, click through. Well, you can get it all over but uh it's just it's right there on my website and uh please follow me on social media at allison rosen and um if you like what you're hearing make sure you're subscribed and leave us a nice five star not 4.8 comment please we might read it on the show Jordan, where might we find you? What should we look for? Uh, hi. Yes. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, <laughs> having a great time. Uh, yes. I've, listen, I've, I've talked about this on the show before. I will talk about it again because, uh, hey, this is happening soon. Uh, I have a graphic novel coming out next week that I co wrote um, with a great comedy writer named Sarah Morgan. Uh, it is coming out on the 13th of July. It is called Bubble. It is a sci fi comedy. Yes. So good. There's, yes. Thank you. He was on it. Um, uh, yeah, it is a uh, sci-fi comedy. The great um, uh, comics artist Tony Cliff did the uh, drawing, and uh, the great comics artist Natalie Reese did the colors. And yeah, it's a kind of uh, very goofy, joke-dense, R-rated sci-fi romp with um, monsters and aliens and robots. And uh, th- there is a subplot about uh, the characters being tied to a kind of futuristic life or death gig economy where they are concerned about their star rating. Mm. So, uh, just, just uh, undeniable connections to today's show. Uh, yeah, (laughs) it comes out on the 13th. If you're listening to this before the 13th, I think you could probably still pre-order it. That's great for books. Um, but if it's after the 13th, just head to your local indie bookstore, your local comic book store or, uh, whatever website you prefer and, uh, ask for bubble. It's, uh, I too, I'm very proud of it. I have had to read it a bunch of times to to like proof it. Um, it looks great. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Five yeah. Stars. Yeah. <laughs> Tony and Natalie are just like both brilliant geniuses, so it it does look very good. And uh, yeah, I'm like, hey, this thing's pretty good. This thing's pretty good. I'm I hope I'm excited for people to see it. It's been uh, a long time in the coming. Yay. A long time in the coming. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> A long time in the coming. That's what <laughs> that's Sting what says. I was going to say that's what your um, I forgot the name of it. Airbnb. Airbnb right? yeah. says yeah. yes. He's a, it's a long time in the coming. If I could have remembered Airbnb. It would have been funnier. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. Thank you. Five stars. Thank you. Uh, excellent. Um, okay, and we're going to listen to Garfunkel and Oates. We're going to watch Duncanville. Um, uh, should we follow you on social media? Anything like that? I'm on Instagram. Else? Okay, at Ricky Lindholm. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, they don't need to know where I am. All right. Off the grid. Oh, you, Off the grid quants. Can, uh, if you want, you Deep can follow me. On Daniel snappy. Quants. Twitter, Instagram. I'm, I'm kind of a bummer sometimes. And then sometimes I'm not. So who I knows? Like they should follow. 4.8. <laughs> yeah. well, I feel <laughs> on the generous side. 4.8. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't what know what else? to make of, of this understated 
uh, push that you're doing because often because like you because my numbers don't change. I, know, I could I could try the hard sell. I could try remember unmute quants. I tried an unmute quants month where <laughs> I promoted everybody to stop muting me and <laughs> and uh, I feel it did nothing. And so here I am, whatever. Here I am, just a boy and a audience. In front asking of them in front of an audience, asking them to unmute me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Tony, what about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And the Motion City Soundtrack 2022 tickets are on sale now. Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? and Rose and Show We had a good time But now we gotta go